This is the Girl Meets World Fan Podcast, Episode 4, brought to you the week of July 27th, 2014. The Girl Meets World Podcast. The Girl Meets World Podcast. Hey, how you doing, folks? Welcome to Girl Meets World Podcast. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. And with me, as always, is my co-host and daughter, Jenna. Hello. How you doing, girl? Good. How did you like episode four of Girl Meets World? I loved it. Really? <laughs> uh, tell us how you really felt. You loved it. It on, on a scale of uh, one to four now, with being because you know the four episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in what place would this one go for you? Mm. Second. Second. What would be first? Uh, the um, te- no, no, no. The, the one about the tech. Yeah, the texting one. I think. Uh, oh, okay, that one. I would say this is my new favorite. Episode four is my new favorite. And today you're going to find out why, because there was a lot of stuff going on in here. Um, The episode was called Girl Meets Father. Did you think that was a a fitting title? I did. Yes. Yeah. Because um, it it actually had a little bit more to go with it, because I think this time not only did it mean uh, Riley meets, you know, with her Mm -hmm. father, um, poor old Maya is having to face yeah. The fact that her father is not around. So it's, uh, it had, a, I think it had a dual purpose, a dual meaning. And usually it's on the other side, like girl meets, and then there's the dual meaning. This one, I think it's on the front end. It's pretty cool. Uh, here's some recaps of, uh, of what different places thought it meant. Uh, iTunes recap said Riley seeks advice from Topanga about how to end a long standing father daughter tradition in favor of going to her first school dance. IMDb said, Corey struggles with Riley growing up when he learns he'd re- she'd rather go to the school dance than participate in their yearly tradition of riding the Coney Island roller coaster. Simultaneously, he is dealing with the outcome of giving Maya an F. So between iTunes and IMDb, who do you think actually watched the episode? <laughs> I think IMDb did. Yeah. Because iTunes thinks it's all about a conversation between Riley and Topanga. I think uh, whoever wrote that review watched it for the first, you know, yeah. 15 or not even 15 minutes, first five minutes. And then that was it. So um, it's hard to recap this one because there is a lot, absolutely a ton going on. And so let's dive in. Let's talk about some of our favorite moments. What, what are, uh, what were some of your favorites? Um, Some of my favorites, uh, Oh, uh, I I like it when um, Topanga's talking to Riley and stuff, and she says a lot of things are going to happen that that thing. Yeah. Like, um, yeah which one? Which one is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which one is this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a lot of uh, a lot of this episode was featured in some of the previews. Uh, the yeah. you're breaking my dad, or you know you're breaking, you're breaking him, him, and I'm growing that, up. But... You know, which is in our opening. <laughs> thing uh a lot of that kind of stuff was in there here here was one of mine um it was when she saw the ninth grade girl we're going to be ninth grade women someday 
This thing goes to ninth grade. <laughs> We're going to be ninth grade women when someday. This thing goes to ninth grade, which yeah. is weird because that's the way middle school was uh, when I was a kid. Is that it? It was junior high, that's what they call it, and it went all the way to ninth grade. Oh, I thought. And so high school starts in ninth grade. Yeah, yeah. Most of the okay. time it does nowadays, but up there in New York, apparently, um, in their school anyway, ninth graders go to middle school, and they are considered the women, the women of the group. Um, I thought it was a little bit dumb that Riley uh, uh, didn't know how to use an eyebrow, you know, <laughs> curler. Yeah, but <laughs> but in keeping with uh, you know, she is her father's daughter. <laughs> and that's something he would do. But uh, what was even weirder than that is when she says, why is she using you know, the eyeliner? She says, it brings out her eyes. And, and Riley says, why would I want to take out my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> it brings out your eyes. Why would I want to take out my eyes? She's not taking out her eyes. <laughs> I think she is. So, <laughs> so what, uh, what else did you like? I liked the little spy part um, when he says, <laughs> I am a... Um, I'm a spy. Daddy gave me um, a card, and he just got promoted. I am a spy. You made me. (laughs) And he gave him a new card and stuff. Here it is. Listen. He is not a spy. I am a spy. You made me a card. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, later super spy. But uh, I like that he had a card, a special dad, dad and son card. Yeah, Augie. uh, Augie had a lot of good lines. In this episode, mm-hmm. it wasn't about him like it was last week, but uh, yeah, he's he's all right. There, there's a couple times where, like, when he said, uh, "Don't worry, Dad, I'll always be here for you." You mm-hmm. know, you could tell he's like, because with kids that age, they don't really remember their lines. What they do is they have a coach that says their lines for them, and then they say "go," and then the kid says it, you know, oh, right there. That's how they do it. Yeah. Did you notice that Augie is five years old in the show, but he could read Super Spy on his card? Yes, I did not notice that. Yeah, you can't read uh, until after you've been out of kindergarten. He, he, he's, yeah, he's definitely not really five. Cause oh, and he's he not looks, he's not in kindergarten. No. So. He yeah. looks like around eight or something. <laughs> he does. He looks, but I think he is pretty, pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Another one of mine. Um, oh, oh, this this uh, can't do that one. Can't do that one. Uh, I I want to jump into some Farkle time. I guess. Farkle yes. time, sir. Farkle. Oh, I love Farkle time. All right, so Farkle time. Um, I love the way he has planned out the way the dance is going to go. I'm going to put you both down for dance numbers one through all of them. <laughs> I'm going to put you down for dance number one through all of them. So he's got it all figured out. <laughs> And uh, and what was it? To, you know, they he basically they tell him, you know, this is not going to happen, right? You know this, right? Oh well, then may I have one dance with each of you? <laughs> sure. Ha, that's all I wanted. You just got played by Farkle. <laughs> <laughs> so I've done that to your mom before, where I come up and I'm like, oh man, ah, oh, I need this thing, and it's just gonna it's gonna cost two hundred dollars. Ah, oh. and she's like, no way. I'm like, you're right, you're right. It's it's only forty five. She's like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so it works. It does work. I shouldn't be telling you this, but it works. <laughs> if I ever see you playing it on me, though, I will know. Uh, do you have any other Farkle moments? I have um, 
have another one. Um, when he gets his paper back in, in the class and he's like 700 days. Huzzah! And he has this giant <laughs> three pronged party favor blower. Thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, which you which you've pointed out in the past off off <laughs> mic that uh, in the movies and television those always make noise, mm-hmm. but the cheapy dinky ones that you get at Target and 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 the grocery store do not. They just nope. they just go <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. So that's the expensive kind. It's the the kind that uh, comes with a sound artist that puts the sounds in in post production. So um. I I want I like it when he he's like you just got played by Farkle. You just got played by Farkle. <laughs> oh well, then may I have one dance with each of you? Sure. Ha, that's all I wanted. You just got played by Farkle. <laughs> <laughs> you got played. Uh, any others? I I did I um I did have the number seven hundred written okay. down. What's all? That was your but good one. The, so I got yeah. the number right. There was it was yeah, his seven hundred. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like What's your mom. All? Counted how how long would it take to get seven hundred A's? Like three years, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Farkle's a, an odd duck, man, because yeah. he's got lots of personality and he's really smart, and he has this humongous crush. And usually, you see a character like him in a show, and they have just one of those things. They're yeah. they're really smart, like Mingus was. You know, they got a yeah. crush on you, like Corey did. Or, you know, they're really funny. Like, mm-hmm. who was the long-haired guy in Boy Meets World? Um, what's his name? Uh, Tony, Alex, Ben, Stinko, no. Cha-Cha. Ah, wait. Eric, Eric. Eric. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, he is not the brightest. No, not the brightest at all. But, to, like, when... But but he's funny, though, is what yeah. I'm saying. You know? Yeah. He's got lots of personality and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, and Farkle is like all those guys mixed together. Mm-hmm. So, it's crazy. Uh, my last Farkle moment personally was um, dancing with Maya at the end. He was, <laughs> yeah. he was very serious and she was very much not enjoying it. But she lets him get away with it. And it shows me that, <laughs> you know, because in, in real life when a guy likes you, especially a, a weird kid, um, it's creepy and you want yeah. them to stay away from you because they're always wanting to be around. They're always wanting to stare at you. They're always wanting to be creepy. Uh, but Farkle is a friend and mm-hmm. he, he is still respectful apparently because yeah. he can, you can trust him to dance with you and not get, you know, anything yeah. beyond silly. So, although when he took the rose out of her mouth <laughs> and put it in his mouth, <laughs> I all I could think was even in real life there was spit on that thing. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then they practiced that, and, oh, man. and then they had to to, to perform it a few times. Oh, that's terrible! <laughs> you know they were just like uh, she's like off camera. She's probably like, "Hey, do you like my my spit there?" <laughs> so. She's probably glad that she's the first one doing it. Well, no, she wasn't, if you think about it, because where was it before it was in anybody's mouth? It was underneath some dude's hat in his oh, hair. Oh, man. And I don't know about you, but, yeah. yeah, that's the equivalent to me of sticking your tongue on the top of some dude's head, and that's kind of gross. Product, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, this show... This episode and this show, we are dedicating a ton of time to the theme. 
because this show had a ton of theme, had a lot to say, and uh, both in the A story and the B story, which we're going to introduce you to if you're not familiar with the concepts of A story and B story, and we're going to just break it on down. I got sound clips. I got thoughts. Um, Jenna really struggled, you said? Yeah. Um, cause I, cause you said you watched it before I did. You saw mm-hmm. it Saturday morning. What, and what'd you tell me? Tell them. Uh, I told you, oh, um, I, I wrote all the notes down and stuff, but I couldn't figure out the theme. Couldn't figure out that theme. And I, I watched it and I was like, I cannot blame you because there was a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff to chase around. Um, but like every episode, everything's linked. Everything has a purpose and everything pays off at the end. It's uh, it's an excellent writing um, on this on this episode. I absolutely loved it, and I will tell you, I got emotional at the end. Do you know what that means? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I my my I got a little choked up. Daddy stuff is is hard for your dad <laughs> to <laughs> to handle sometimes because I can relate. You know, with what Maya uh, the character has gone through. You know, she says my dad. You know, left and and started another family, and that's you know that's what my dad did, and so um, I, it, it's funny. I was I was reading some message boards where some grown ups and teenagers are kind of arguing and talking about the show, and uh, somebody had said, "Do you think that the show is trying too hard to make you feel sorry for Maya and make her some character that you care about?" And my answer would be absolutely not. I could see how somebody would think that. But that scene at the end, to just jump to the end, um, where he goes to dance with her and Riley steps aside because Maya's kind of, she's kind of just shirking away, you know, Mm -hmm. backing off. Yeah. Because she doesn't have a father to dance with. Um, when When he reached out his hand to her, she would have, in real life, just fall, fell apart. I mean, she had just mm-hmm. cried on his arm, you know, her shoulder, or yeah. put her head in his chest, you know, and just bawled. Uh, so I would say that if they were really <laughs> trying to milk it, <laughs> that there was a lot more they could have done, but they, they, they are not doing that in my opinion. And, uh, and it's, it's good stuff. I, I'm, I'm glad there's a flawed character and I love that relationship between him and, uh, or between Corey and Maya, I really do, because I've only seen it in one part of my life. There's a man that is my mentor. His name's David. He's a pastor, and he worked with kids in the inner city. And with the the girls in his youth group, he had that connection with them. He was the father they didn't have, and uh, I've never seen that anywhere and in, in represented anywhere, especially in Hollywood. No movies or nothing, and uh, and I get to see this in this show. And so when I hear people talking about it on the on the uh, the message boards, first of all, I just close it out because I don't care what they say. But it is a weird thing, and people haven't seen it before, and so um, that's why they should just keep their big fat mouths shut because <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. It's it's a really good thing. All right, so um, some of the mo- most touching moments. Um, let's see. Uh, Corey comes to collect my, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we'll, we'll just skip over some of this because I want to jump right into the theme. All right, the A story. Let's talk about the A story. A story was, um, is always uh, in the sitcom, the main story. The main story was 
Riley wanting to go to the dance instead of uh, to the roller coaster. Exactly, thing. which was a tra- father tradition. tradition. Yeah, yeah, father tradition. It's a tradition. It was tradition. The last, the last ride of the season. Big thing, a big deal. That's the A story. The B story was about Maya getting a um, F. F. Yeah, and about feeling like a failure, about quitting the school. And all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So uh, A story is always the main story. B story is what gives us a break from the A story. But at the end of a good sitcom, A story and B story come together. And the one theme, the one solution, uh, the one lesson solves both problems. And that's how we figured out what the theme was. So there was a lot going on in here. There's tradition. There's my dad isn't um, I, I have nothing else to learn from my dad. Uh, my mom is now my new teacher. Um, we got Maya feeling like a failure. We got her, you know, obviously making an F on her paper, quitting school. Um, you know, the way dad feels about his daughter wanting to go to the dance and then about makeup. There's this whole thing oh, yeah. about makeup. There's a lot going on in this episode, and I can understand why it would be hard. So let's let's start dividing it up. Let's start going through it and uh, and helping to see if we can't find the theme. And if you get there before I get there, just shout it out. Um, this is just one little thing. Lucas, hand, Lucas, Lucas, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Maya's always trying to help her friend out. Always trying to help, and that that plays out at the end too, doesn't it? With yep. uh, they do it again. Um, this is uh, this is little man um, Augie. You know his name's August, which is the birthday of your dad. But anyway, <laughs> uh, just a little tip there. Uh, this is called "I Don't Care." I'm at a certain age. I don't care. care. <laughs> he had gone through I'm all at that. A certain age. I don't care. Yeah, he's like, what? I have a mom. Can I ask you a question? And yeah. Says, you can ask me a question, and and then yeah. I'm at a certain age. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps on asking her and asking her. Oh okay. my goodness! Okay. Uh, and then and then uh, she wants to she wants to um, get makeup on because she saw the yeah. girl, the ninth grade woman, and uh, she wants to go to this uh, this dance and she thinks she needs makeup in order to do that. And uh, I love this one little part. I want to paint my face. I want to paint my face. I want to paint my face. <laughs> I want to paint my face. <laughs> it makes it sound so weird. It's like, why would you paint your face? I want to paint my face. That's what makeup is, I suppose. But um, yeah, she's like, when you're old enough by this Friday, no. <laughs> and uh, and uh, of course, uh, we mentioned this earlier. You're breaking him. You're breaking, you're breaking him. Because he, what's he doing? What's Dad doing? Oh. He's grabbing his heart, you know. Mm-hmm. That comes in later too. That's an important little piece. Um, okay, so here it is. Here it is. This is the part I was trying to get to. Um, it's the first tidbit we get of what the theme actually is, and this is Riley talking to her father. I actually clipped two pieces right together because there was a little bit of silence there. I don't think there's anything you can teach me. Oh boy, you were a great father to me when I was a kid. All right, so there's nothing. You, there's nothing else you can teach me. That's what she's, that's her, that's her idea. Mm-hmm. That is the, that is the premise. That is the, that is the lesson she's either going to learn is true or she's going to learn that that is false. And if you never, if you don't know what the theme of the show is, 
you always go to the main character, whether it's Augie or, or Corey or her or Maya. In this case, it's her. And you say, what does she need to learn? What is the lesson or what is the thing that she believes is true? And right here we see she believes that she has learned everything from her dad. And she adds to that a very hurtful little comment that you were a great dad when I was a kid. Oh, man. Yeah. You want to kill your dad? Just say (laughs) that to him. Thanks, dad. Everything you did was awesome, but it's in the past. And so now... Not only am I going to just go on and continue and build on the foundation that you laid, I'm going to just kind of ignore you and pretend you don't exist anymore. And that is, that's what she does. She doesn't know that she's done that, but uh, that's exactly what she's done. Um, so then, so we get that. That's a story. Um, he wants to go on the roller coaster. She wants to go to the dance. I think he could have, I mean, he's, he's hung on tradition, um, he, he's, even when he was a kid, he really liked doing things when people said, you know, they were going to do them. Yeah. Um, I think he could have been swayed, but the way she took it on, um, cause, cause he says, well, you know, we're not done. And she, she says, well, what could you teach me about makeup? And he says, uh, well, I just know it's the thing that you're going to have to do with me later. And at first I didn't get what he was talking about. You're going to have to put makeup on your dad, you know? But what he meant was, you have to make up with me, fix things with me because you've you've hurt me. So, um, so the next day, we're, so we've got a story. We jump to B story. B story is at the school. Um, he comes in, he greets everyone, and except his daughter, <laughs> he kind of hisses <laughs> yeah. at her, zip, zip, you know, and uh, he passes out the papers. And of course, Farkle has gotten an A, and. Maya has gotten her F. And uh, here's, um, uh, before that, though, there's this one little tidbit, because he gets back up at the front, he mentions mentions Lucas's paper. I took particular note of your position that evolution does not preclude the existence of, how did you put it? A guiding hand that has your best interests at heart. Okay, so church people are going to be flipping out mm-hmm. and saying, "Oh, wow, he believes in God," and you know this and the other, and that that's true. He's from Texas. He, you know, he obviously believes in a guiding hand. Uh, but that right there is another uh, thread that's going to weave its way in all the way through to the end of the uh, of the show. That there's a guiding hand that has our best interest in heart at heart. So uh, she gets the paper. And um and he's he's uh, he sees her there. He knows she's upset. You failed me. You think I'm a failure? There's nothing more for you to teach me. So she walks out. She's not supposed to leave. Um, but it wasn't the F. It was the fact that she believed that he thought she was a failure. There's nothing more you can teach me. So. What is the common theme that we've seen so far? Two girls that have said what? Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing more you me. can teach me. So that's the theme. Is that true or is that false? Is there more or is there not? Well, see, the, the theme doesn't have to be a true statement, and it doesn't even have to be a statement at all. It can be a question. Is, is there more to my father or my you know, stepfather or father that plays my father, uh, in Maya's case, 
Uh, is there more that they can teach me or not? And so that, my dear, is one of the main themes. Okay. So we let's continue. Um, let's see. You got the best interest at heart. And uh, I want to say when, when you look at Corey and in, cause he comes back, we, we jump back to a story. He's talking with Topanga. Uh, Augie's doing his little sympathetic bit. Um, there's actually a little, a little awesome little spark part, part that I thought was the funniest. You got this. You got this. <laughs> he's like, I, I, you know, I thought it was funny when he said, you know, I'm, I'm just doing this for dad. But the best part was that one. You got this. And she's like, I got this. And so he's like, I'm out of here. Uh, so they have that conversation and, and he, and he really is concerned. Um, not about the trip. I mean, that's part of it. He's watching the DVD. He's hearing Riley's voice, dad, dad. And he's talking about how she hugged him and held on to him and all that kind of stuff. It's not about the tradition. It's about the connection. It's about the relationship. And so when she said, you were a great dad to me when I was little, what do you think he heard? Now that you know that it wasn't just about the roller coaster ride. It was about the relationship. What did he hear her say? Um, I, I think he, he heard like, um, well, I, I'll tell you, I'm putting you on the spot, but <laughs> it's going to make you, it's going to make you feel, um, like you're missed. Like there's a phase that's over. Like you're not needed. Like you're not wanted. Yeah. Like you're not important anymore. And, uh, she even says this, uh, Topanga says, uh, to him that, that this dance does not mean the end of your relationship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, um, he, she basically thinks that he's got nothing more for her. But uh, eventually she realizes that she um, she still matters a lot to him. And that's the part that the lesson I think she learned is is maybe there is, maybe, maybe she has changed. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe she doesn't need him as much as she did. But he still needs her. And she's not the only one that needs to, you know, to be considered, I guess is what I'm, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, 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 there's this one part, let's see, he says, Corey, her first dance is hardly the end of your relationship. She said, I have nothing left to teach her. Our daddy daughter story is over. So that's, that's the thing. That's what he heard when she said, I don't want to go to the deal. It wasn't about the dance and it wasn't about the, the trip. It was about what it meant. And that's what, that's what he heard is you have nothing more for me. I'm done with you. And then Maya said the same thing. It's a lot to handle for a dad. Yeah. So now when you get older, I, I am not, I mean, I'm less important now than I was when you were eensy weensy. I mean, <laughs> I used to carry you around everywhere you went and strap you in the car seats and carry you around when your mom's, uh, didn't want to carry it cause you were so heavy and, and in your bassinet and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I taught you how to, you know, helped you learn how to ride your bike. I've, you know, helped you learn how to draw and do all kinds of different things. And, uh, but the older you get, the less you are going to need me. Matter of fact, that is the point it, it, is I'm supposed to raise you up in the way you should go. The operative word meaning go, you will go one day mm-hmm. you. And, and if I'm raising you, to stay, that's that's wrong. I'm not doing my job, right? Right. But it still is very sad. It's very sad. 
It's very sad. So, you know, one day you're going to go off and you're not going to, you're not going to need us anymore. But does that mean you forget about us? No. Does that mean we're not family anymore? No. No. But Riley didn't know that part. And that's what she had to learn is even though, well, I'll just skip to the end. Um, when they're all sitting there and Maya has quit school because she's hurt, you know, we don't even know why she kind of overreacted about the F. Topanga comes in. Riley is trying to tell her, hey, tell Maya she needs to come back to school. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, so it's bothering you that she's not doing what you've always expected her to do, you know, show up yeah. at seven o'clock. And she goes, yeah, like a tradition. Oh, you know, and and she's like, she tells her, what did it feel like when she wasn't there at seven in the morning and she doesn't want to do this anymore? And what is what does Riley do? She mimics mimics her dad, uh, yes. and she does a little oh thing. Oh, and that is the story's way of telling us that she's beginning to understand what she had done to her dad. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. B story and A story come together, sitting right there at that window, comes together, and the solution becomes obvious. Because one thing Topanga said about their dad is that he is always there. Even when Topanga wants some time <laughs> to herself, he is He's always, always, there. always there. <laughs> and so it's it's obviously not just um, a fault, though. It's it's one of his greatest you know assets as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me let me just play this. Uh, I feel bad. Will he come to me? No, he's your teacher. He oh, 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 I gotta save that. Never mind. Um, but. Uh, here we go. This is the one I wanted to play. You have to go to him. You have to go to him. Um, that was that was the thing. Is there is this? There's two solutions. Even though there's one, it's really one solution, but two. Because uh, Maya has, I'm sorry, uh, Riley has messed up. Riley hurt her father. Okay, so she needs to go to him. There's this. There's this idea of of you need to go and make up to him. You need to need to. Straighten things out. Basically, tell him she, she doesn't need to um, go to the dam. I mean, go to the uh, roller coaster. It's not about that. We learn that later on when she says, "I will go," and he goes, "No, you can go to the dance." And she's like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. Um, it was about being told that he didn't matter. And of course, at the dance, uh, she says, "You're my dad, right?" And I, at first, I thought him. I was like, "Because he just danced with Maya." And then Riley comes up and is like, you're my dad, right? Right? And I'm like, why is she harping on that? Why can't she share her dad? But that's not what she was saying. She was telling her dad, you're my dad, and I still need you. And what was awesome is, is uh, okay, Topanga says that he is always there. And here is here is evidence, not only that, that Maya still has a little bit to learn about Mr. Matthews, but so does Riley. And this is the one I wanted to, to save. So let me, um, let me play it. I feel bad. Will he come to me? No, he's your teacher. Okay. I'm going to stop it there. She said, uh, that was Maya. She says, I feel bad. Will, will he come to me? And then Riley says what? No, he's your teacher. He's your teacher. There's two things right there that we've learned that Riley doesn't know about her dad. He does. She doesn't know. She doesn't really get it that he's more than a teacher to her, mm-hmm. to, to Maya. Yeah. And two, she doesn't know that he's always there. 
She doesn't know that about him. And that's the thing. And that's another lesson in the story is don't throw away your dad when you think you're done with him because there's a big chance you don't even know everything that he's got. You don't even know him all the way. There's certain parts of him that you will know when you're 20 and 21 that you'll never know when you're in seventh grade. So I thought that was a pretty cool little sneaky little thing. It was a tiny thing. Uh, but let me, let me play the whole thing. I feel bad. Will he come to me? No, he's your teacher. He doesn't have to. But he will. Hmm. What? He doesn't have to. But he will. Why? Because he's always there. I love it. Love it. Love it. Little 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 churning in the in the tummy though, man, or in the heart. You know that that's that's good to hear that somebody's always there, and um, that's huge for Maya because is her dad there? Nope. No, absolutely not. Uh, I don't know what this says. It says Al. So Maya doesn't show up like she's supposed to, and how does that make you feel? Oh, that's our favorite. That's the one we were talking about. This is the Al favorite. Part. So Maya doesn't show up like she's supposed to, and how does that make you feel? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And uh, she, you know, tells her to go to him. And um, so I, I love that moment right after, right after the, the Topanga finishes that sentence, the door opens and who's there? Um, Maya? No. Uh. Maya is, and, and Riley and Topanga are sitting on the uh. thing and they're talking and she says, he doesn't have to come uh, to you, but he will. Because he's yeah, always there. And then, boom, who comes to the door? Yeah, Corey does. And <laughs> he, and he reaches out his hand to her. And I love that. It wasn't, it wasn't a over-the-shoulder thing or a, hey, come here thing or, you know, or tell her, hey, we need to talk. He, he, he held her hand like a dad would do and walked her out of the room. Then they break to commercial, come back, and he makes her read the assignment. And what was, uh, do you remember what was wrong with the assignment? Um, Why did it sound weird when she read it? Do you remember what she said? Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I watched these things. yesterday. Okay, I watched so. it about three times through just to get uh, all this stuff, so that's why I know everything. Sorry. She she says some weird stuff about the Beatles and, and all this, and she said uh, she was trying to sound smart. Okay? She was trying to sound smart, trying to impress him probably is, is kind mm-hmm. of the subtext there. And he and he tells her, you you don't have to sound smart. Be yourself. You are smart. And Riley helps her with that. You do know. And she kept saying, I don't know. Yes, you do. You know what kind of birds? They were mockingbirds and finches. And and the and the, the boat was not the Beatles. It was the Beagle. And and uh, for bonus points, what was it? It was the Galapagos Islands. You know, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And um and then and then they said this. She he's like, why do you know all this? And uh, how did you know she knew? I know she listens to you. I listen to you. So, and in that moment right there, they're not just talking about, I listen to you in class. She says, I listen to you. She, she says, you know, he's someone that she listens to. That there is, this is her way of saying, I, you do have more to teach me. So this is as close as we're going to get to a Maya, I'm sorry, <laughs> moment. So, Okay, so then everybody comes and sits down. Everybody but Augie. Augie's probably playing the toilet or something. I don't know where he is. <laughs> um, have you noticed he always wears uh, suspenders down? Seriously? Yeah. In the last two episodes, he's had suspenders hanging down, and I haven't seen that look in a long, long, long time. But anyway, 
Uh, Maya's worried that she's not worth working on. If you give me an F, if you decide I'm not worth working on. Maya, take a look around you. We're all here for you. Does this look like we think you're not worth working on? I just don't want to fail, Mr. Matthews. I just don't want to fail, Mr. Matthews. Why is that such a big deal? I'll tell you why. Okay. Her father left him, set up another family. And what that does to a kid is it says, okay, I, I, I'm, I suck. And the new family's awesome. The new kids that he's having, the new wife, they're, they're better than me. I'm, I'm a failure. And she's only got one father figure in her whole life that believes in her. And it's him. And so when she got that F... It crushed her. She didn't, she even says it right at the beginning. She says, you gave me an F. You think I'm a failure. You failed me. You think I'm a failure. There it is. So, of course, she finds out he doesn't think that. The whole family's there to support her. They think that she is worth working on. And uh, she doesn't that shows she doesn't want them to give up on her, and she doesn't want to fail them. And uh, let me let me um, let me play. Oh, right after that, after after that, I didn't record it, but she says I do listen to you, and he says then you won't fail, and neither will I. And that that's not just as a student; it, it's also as that family, that family connection. All right, uh, father-daughter dance. I wonder if we might have one last dance, a father-daughter dance. This is right at the end, last last dance after all the funny stuff. And um, that's when he walks up to Riley. Riley steps aside, uh, and Maya gets this dance. It's a, it's a small thing, and he reaches out for his real daughter, you know, after just a mm-hmm. second or two. And uh, and then they, they say this, and this is the answer, or at least to, um, it's not the answer to the main theme. The main theme was, yes, uh, we do have more to learn from our father. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was about the, um, the sub-theme, which is about traditions and, and relationships. Traditions are supposed to evolve, just like daughters. So relationships and daughters evolve. And what was the, um, what was the, the test about evolution? Oh yeah. See? So even that connects, ah, <laughs> oh, everything in this, everything in this show was just like that. Um, let's see. So, uh, traditions are supposed to evolve just like daughters. And, um, and here is the answer to the main thing. Does my dad, does this man, have more to do with my life uh, than I think. And uh, here was the here's the answer to that. Sometimes daughters just need... What was that again, Mr. Fryer? A guiding hand that has your best interests at heart. See, and that comes back into play. So it wasn't just a, a, a you know, a God shout out. It was, uh, it was the answer to the question. Is there more that my dad has for me as a seventh uh, grade girl, and the answer is he's always going to be able to be that guiding hand that has your best interest in heart. Um, 
Here's the my father thing. Hey, he's my father. Whatever you say. <laughs> Whatever you say. Whatever you say. I love that because she's so hard on the outside, but on the inside, she desperately, desperately needs uh, someone to love her in in a in a very real and very safe and, and in a fatherly way. And uh, that is portrayed very well because, I, like I said, I've seen it and ministered and worked uh, in, in these situations before, and it's it's good. It's very good. Okay, so remember, um, how did this whole thing start? She didn't come talking about uh, missing out on the on the roller coaster because she forgot about that. She didn't come bugging about the dance. The very first thing that she wanted to talk to her mom about was what? Makeup. Makeup. So the very last thing, after all has been said and done, this. How's that for makeup? Perfect. So instead of how's my makeup... Like, how was that makeup? And he says, perfect. So very touching, very awesome, very wonderful. I thought it was great. And I can, there was a lot going on in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. A lot, a whole lot. So looking forward to that. Um, we are going to jump right to guest cast. There was one young lady that stuck out to me, and that was the ninth grade woman, as she was referred to. Her name is Sarah um, or Sari Ambrulo, and she has been in some other TV shows and movies and stuff. Not very many, um, but nothing you would know. Nothing I knew. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't even write down anything. But I found out last week, remember how we talked about the school they go to? They go to John Quincy Adams Middle School. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that right on the thing. Well, in the original show, In Boy Meets World, the school that they all went to was John Adams school and this is they said in the trivia this is very fitting due to the fact that president john adams was president john quincy adams's father so boy meets world are the parents now of girl meets world and they went to the school that belonged or named after the father of the president that their kids school is named after so that was not an accident that's all I'm saying. Somebody <laughs> did that on purpose, and that's pretty awesome. Uh, so what do you think was the theme? Was I, Were we way off? you have any feedback or, or comebacks or anything like that? Did you have a better title in mind? Uh, what were your favorite moments? We'd love to hear from you, man. As soon as you're done watching Girl Meets World, if you have anything that you'd like inserted, any of your favorite moments, moments your favorite Farkle moments, um, you know, send them in and we will read them and we will put them right here in this segment. And you can send such things to gmwcast at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail right there on the website at gmwcast.com or you can call us at 2095NLCast. Okay. Uh, next episode is called Girl Meets the Truth. Riley must confront Maya after she noticed a locket worn by Maya which she says was a gift from her estranged father, but it bears a resemblance to one that my, that uh, Riley owns that came up missing. The truth, however, is more complicated than Riley expects, and getting the truth out of Maya is even harder. So that was compliments of Wikipedia. I couldn't find anywhere else where there was any information. After that, we get to see Girl Meets Popular, or Girl Meets Popular and Girl Meets Maya's Mother. Dun, dun, dun. dun. So excited about that. 
Absolutely. Guys, that's it. Jenna, thank you for coming on. It's awesome. <laughs> Visit the website, GMWCast. Follow us on Twitter, GMWCast. Like us on Facebook. Check out all the other great NLCast Network shows at NLCast.com. And remember, this week and every single day, take, take on, on the, the world. world. See you next week.